So, has anyone got like a friend that's a bit over the top? Like they're just a bit too wild in public. Has anyone, yeah, yeah, people are pointing fingers. I love it. We're calling people out in church. It's good. Um, one person that I know that is, he's got to be one of the, he's up there with one of the most boldest people I know. And that's your boy, young Mose. I don't know if he's here tonight. Um, but a few weeks ago at after parties, we we're at GYG and he did one of the boldest things I've ever seen. He just said simply, do you reckon they'd give me free chips? And I was like, probably not, man. Like, Usually what you do is you pay for chips and then they give you the chips. They don't just usually, but I'm like, you know, go for it, man. Ask. And so the lady comes out with his food and he goes, it's anywhere I can get free chips. And the girl goes, uh, I'll ask my manager. And then I kid you not, 30 seconds later, she comes out with just a, a box of large chips and gives it to him. And I'm like, what? That's amazing. And I thought I need to be more bold like young Mose. I need to, I need to ask more places. Um, so I went into a fancy restaurant the other day and I was like, Hey, any chance I can get this for free? No, I didn't do that because I'm still trying to be more bold like young Mose. <laughs> I wonder if you've ever, um, I wonder if you've ever had the thought, if only I was just a bit more confident. Maybe you felt afraid about something. You know, that feeling of kind of being paralyzed because it's like, I know what I want to do. I know what I would like to do, but I just don't feel like I have the courage to do it. I know I feel that all the time where it's like, I just, this is what I'd love to do. If I had like a a rewind button, if it went bad that I could just rewind and redo it, this is what I would do. But I'm just a bit afraid. I would love to do that. I would love to meet that person. I would love to pursue that opportunity, but I'm just a little bit maybe afraid. I just, I just can't. Tonight, I want to talk about how to be bold. Turn the person beside you and say, how to be bold. This is going to be really practical, how to be bold. And can I start with the good news? Boldness is not a personality type, okay? Turn the person beside you say, it's not a personality type. That's good news. Because if you're like, hang on, I'm not loud. Don't worry. Loudness and boldness are not the same thing, okay? Boldness is not a personality type. Uh, in the Greek where it talks about bo- uh, boldness in the New Testament, is the word parousia. Turn the person beside you say, parousia like you believe it. Parousia. And what it means is not a personality type that some people get. What it means is free and fearless confidence. Oh man, who wants some free and fearless confidence? Cheerful courage, boldness, assurance. Man, who wants some of that? Who want, what if I was going to tell you, I'm going to tell you how you can get some of that this evening. Are you in? Are you ready? All right, let's go. I love that. Let's go. Let's go. Boldness. Boldness is something on the inside And I really believe that it's empowered by God, that God wants to put an inspired, empowered boldness inside of you so that you could have cheerful courage, free and fearless confidence. I want to talk about this guy called Peter. He's a a wild character in the Bible. 
Um, it's easy to judge him from a distance, but I feel maybe I'd be a lot like Peter. Like he's kind of all in one minute and then the next minute he's a little bit not all in. Um, like you'd be quite familiar with the story. He like, Jesus getting arrested. He cuts a dude's ear off and Jesus is like, bro, you've really re- misread the situation. That's not what I'm about. We're not cutting people's ears off. Peter's like, oh, okay, sorry. Like a couple of hours later, then he denies Jesus three times, caves into the questions of a slave girl and in front of Jesus denies him and is like, I don't know him this guy. He's so afraid he won't even admit that he's met Jesus. And then what happens is he gets filled with the Holy Spirit. He stands up because everyone's like, these guys are drunk. He stands up and he's like, no. And then he preaches. 3,000 people join the church in one day. And it's like, whoa, something has shifted in Peter. He gets this wild confidence and boldness. And I want to read this story um, that happens in Acts chapter 4. And what happens is um, Peter and John, Peter and John are walking up to the temple. There's this guy, so they're going to church. There's this guy there that's paralyzed. They basically say, in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. The guy stands up and then he's making a big deal, right? Because he was paralyzed and now I can walk. If you were paralyzed and then you could walk, you'd make a big deal about that, right? He's like really, really excited because he's just seen this wild miracle. And all the religious authorities are a little on edge about this. So they pull, pull in Peter and John. Um, and he gets questioned essentially by similar people who are a part of Jesus's arrest. Now, remember how he responded last time, right? He was like, oh, sorry, I don't know. So you're kind of expecting him to be like, oh, oh, I'm really sorry. In Japanese, it'd be like, sumasen, sumasen, sumasen. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I didn't, I, I don't know what happened. It just this dude stood up and walked. But this is his response. They're getting questioned. Acts 4, 8 to 13. It says, then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers and elders of the people. It's like, whoa, Peter. Okay, you stepped it up. If we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a man who was lame and are being asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, like Peter has shifted up a few gears here, right? It is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. Jesus is the stone you builders rejected. He's starting to like just quote scripture, which has become the cornerstone. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under the name of heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. Now you've got to admit, this is some bold talk from Peter, right? Like, this is not just like Peter's like, oh, you know, Jesus did it. It's like, hey, hey, you know what? It was Jesus. And you know who killed him? You. And you know who raised him? God. And you know what? He's on my side. And good. You know what? He healed that guy. And then it says when they, they, when they saw the courage of Peter and John, they realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men. They were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. How to be bold. Authenticity brings boldness. Authenticity brings boldness. It says that they saw that they were unschooled, ordinary men. Are there any ordinary people here this evening? Any Anyone? A lot of people didn't put their hand up, and I'm confused about what you are, okay? <laughs> Are you subordinary or extraordinary? I'm not, I'm not quite sure. A lot of people with a really high self-esteem in here tonight, they're like, we're extraordinary. Thank you. We can change the world, which is awesome. Um, but any, if, if you're an ordinary person, you know what the good news is? You can be bold. You can have courage and authenticity brings 
boldness. In other words, when they say they saw they were unschooled, ordinary men, they weren't trying to be anyone else. They weren't putting up a facade. They weren't pretending to be what they weren't. They were just being bold in who they were. If we can learn to be ourselves all the time, there's actually a real confidence and a real boldness that comes with that. If we can learn to embrace who God has made us to be and be that person in every situation, man, you're going to find some real boldness. Because what the temptation is, and I struggle with this also, is that I tend to be a slightly different person around different people, right? In my workplace, at church, in my life group. Sometimes I can look a little bit different. But I can tell you what, there's some real boldness when it's like, actually, I'm just going to be who God has made me to be. I don't need to change to have people accept me. I don't need to change to make people like me. I'm just going to be me. Because if I'm good enough for God, then I'm good enough for the people around me. And I'm going to be bold in that. When I'm not the same person all the time, when I'm changing all the time, that's where actually a lack of confidence, a lack of boldness can start to seep in. And can I encourage you? Maybe you recognize, like me, as I was writing this, that sometimes I tend to do this. Don't be... This is not a condemnation. This is not fix yourself, get right. Just know that God loves you. He created you. He wants you. You're a terrible somebody else, but you're a great you. You're the best Tim Lucas, Tim Lucas. You're not a great Gabe, but you're an awesome Tim Lucas, right? We've got to get this thing that God made me as I am for a reason. I remember as I was kind of starting to preach and and learning to preach, often I would try to be like other people. I would listen to someone's message and think, if only I could preach like them. And what I realized was I was really bad at being them. And then I'd try to be someone else. I'm like, okay, maybe they're them or my style. I'll preach like them. And then I realized I'm a really bad them. And what I've discovered is I'm not great at being them, but I'm really good at being me. I'd actually go as far as to say, I'm the best Levi Mulhair there is. I reckon I'm pretty good at being Levi Mulhair. Why? Because that's who God created me to be. So I can be bold in that because I am who God wants. You're a terrible someone else, but you're a great you. So start with being you and then keep growing. That's important. You don't have to be perfect, but keep growing in who God has made you to be. And then I can be more consistent. And the more consistent I become with who I am, the more bold I can become. I have nothing to hide. I am who I am. God loves me as I am, so I want to be bold. Proverbs 28.1 puts it like this, The wicked run away when no one's chasing them, but the godly are bold as lions. People who don't have anything to hide, people who know that I'm loved how I am, they're bold people. People who aren't changing faces depending on who they're around, who are just confident in who God's made them to be. And can I just say real, real, like as a personal example of this, I've shared a bunch of times about kind of getting involved with guys riding mountain bikes and, um, you know, none of them come to church and some of them have had some quite negative church experiences. And now a few, probably two or three of them have said to me, we really appreciate the way you don't jam your face in people, your faith in people's faces, but you just live it really authentically. And I'm like, that has got to be the best compliment anyone could ever give me. I'm just authentic about my faith. And if it's who you are, it's who you are, and you can be bold in that. So authenticity brings boldness. Turn to the person beside you and say, be authentic. 
be authentic. Don't be a cheap fake. Be authentic. Being authentic brings boldness. Bold friends bring boldness. Bold friends bring boldness. Like I said, who's got a bold friend? Show me your hands again. You've got a bold friend. One of my boldest friends is um, probably definitely my boldest friend is, is Michael Slater. <laughs> this man, <laughs> he's too bold. He's bold to the point I no longer ask Slater. I no longer dare Slater to do things because I just know he'll do them. So I'm like, please, please save me the embarrassment. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Um, two years ago, we were at the ACC's national conference. There's 2,000, 3,000 pastors from around Australia in a room and we're holding the business section, which is where they do kind of the business of, you know, the organization or whatever. And they go along kind of a bit of a board meeting. We're going to move this. Can I get someone to second this? Such and such is going to second it. All right, it's passed, that kind of thing. And it was happening and it was all the people that were sitting on the stage that were doing the moving and the seconding. And, and then Slater goes, wonder what would happen if I seconded something. And I was like, ha, 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 like, no, don't do that. And then the next thing that gets passed, it was like, can I get someone to second it? And Slater goes, yep, <laughs> just from the floor. The whole place just stops dead silent. And and what was the most terrifying part was the, uh, was the I think it was the national vice president, was like, who said that? And, and not in a way to be like, you can't say anything, because technically we were allowed to second things, but he said it in a very intimidating way. So Slater and I had, we had, and Sarah, who was there also, rope you into this story. Um, everyone starts to turn around to look for who said it. So we did the, the pastor thing and, and we also turned around. <laughs> to know who that was. It's too bold, man. I, I, I have to, I'm, I, it's scary hanging out with him because I'm like, I'm going to get some inspired boldness here and, and do some things. But bold friends bring boldness. When you have a bold friend, it makes you so much more bold, right? If you've ever asked yourself, how did I end up here? It's usually because you had a bold friend who dragged you into something you didn't want to be in. When you have a bold friend, it's going to... Uh, and, and I've got so many friends around me and I think it's so good that inspire me to dream bigger that inspire me to have bolder dreams, that speak life into me, that have a a can-do spirit. You know, some people are experts in what you can't do and in what can't be done. And those kind of, you know, the negative, 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 and you walk away just being like, oh, I am just feel so down. But man, when you get a friend around you that's got a bold spirit, that says, actually, you're better than that. Actually, yes, you can do that. Actually, have you thought about doing this? I think you can do that. If that speaks life into you, man, you're going to be bold if you've got bold people. I think you see it with Peter and John. I mean, talk about bold friends. They're walking up to church, you know, uh, up to the temple, and there's this, this, this paralyzed guy there, and he's like, have you got any money? And and Peter's like, I don't have money, but what I do have is the power of Jesus. Stand up and walk. Can you imagine John? He's like, yeah, go Peter. Like, let's do this. You know, he's he's excited. You know, Peter was the guy that walked on water. He was the guy that got out of the boat and started walking towards Jesus. Imagine if if you had a friend that walked on water. That Would, would that not just melt every part of your understanding of how the world works. It, it would, it would blow everything you thought was possible out of the water. If you had a friend and when you're at the sunny coast in one of those little five horsepower hire dinghies going around looking at all the rich people's houses, if they're just like, Hey, watch this. And they just get out. You'd be like, okay, stop. Okay. That's talk about send me. That's sent me that like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how that your mind 
would blow. And that's what faith-filled friends are like. They change what you think is possible. They speak life into you in a way that actually what I thought was small is now so much, so much bigger. Hey, maybe you need to rethink about some of the friends that you have in your life. Can I give you three friends that you need to have in your life really quickly? And not, I'm not going to name them specifically because I'd probably say Josh, um, Tim, and um, so um, three friends. We need someone that's a bit ahead of us in terms of thinking, somebody who is, has maybe more life experience, who can speak into our life. We need a friend who's like a mentoring friend, who's going who's gonna to be able to, again, call the things out of us that they see in us. Can I just say a life group is a great place to find a friend like that. We need someone who's a bit ahead of us. We need peers. We need people who are running shoulder to shoulder with us. And this can be a challenge if, if you're insecure and you don't want to be around people who are doing big things, especially as they're the same age as you. And I've struggled with this myself where it's like, I just want to be kind of doing better than everyone. But actually, we need peers around us who are, who are killing it in their areas that are going to inspire us to more. And, but don't just stop there. We also need people that we're sowing into. Someone who's maybe newer to the faith, somebody um, who who maybe we're slightly further along the journey of. Don't just receive in your relationships, actually give in your friendships. I think you've got more to give than you think. If you only know a little, then just give a little, but give something. I think if all you do in your relationships, you actually have to change that thing. If you look at your relationships and you think, all I do is receive, then you've got to change that thinking and, and look and be like, who's someone that I can give to? Who's someone that I can speak into? So be, not only have bold friends, but be that bold friend for somebody else. Yeah, if you're looking at that and you're like, well, I wish, where can I find these bold friends? Maybe the challenge to you is to start being a bold friend to the people around you. Bold people attract bold people. Michael Slater is dangerous around other bold people because there's too much boldness in one spot. But bold people attract bold people. Be a can-do friend for somebody else. So, how do we be bold? Well, bold friends bring boldness. Authenticity brings boldness. And also what we see is an experience with Jesus brings boldness. Said in that scripture, they were, it says, filled with the Holy Spirit, they spoke up. Filled with the Holy Spirit, Peter gets up in front of these people who he was intimidated of and is not afraid to speak about who Jesus is. Their boldness was not from their knowledge. Their boldness was not from their gift. Their boldness came from being with Jesus. And these religious leaders look at these guys. They see their courage. They see their confidence. And this is what their conclusion was. These guys have been with Jesus. They saw, we've seen this guy in a courtyard, denying Jesus. And here he is speaking boldly. He must have been with Jesus. I think that there's some people in your life that need you to be bold. They need you to be bold and share about Jesus. They need you to be bold and share your story. They need you to be bold and invite them to church. They need you to be bold and invite them to a young adult event. <laughs> they need you to be bold and say you'll pray for them. It just got really quiet in here. Really quiet in here. See, because it's a challenge when 
if boldness is just for us, it's one thing. But actually, I think God needs us to be bold for other people too. That motivation for boldness is sure. There's some stuff I want to do in life that I want to achieve. But actually, I need to be more bold because other people need me to be bold. My friends actually need me to be bold. My friends who are hurting and struggling and suffering need me to be more bold. You know, last week it was really cool. We um we talked about obviously the the trivia night and it was such a fun night, but that's not what it was about. We're not we're not about just doing events because they're fun. The real purpose was it was to create a space that's easy to invite friends to. And last week I shared about a friend that I'd invited along and how they said they were coming. They came along. And it was awesome. I know, praise God for that. How awesome. And what was unreal was they walked through the doors and the first question they asked was, was, okay, what kind of a church is this? Because I've seen churches and they don't look like this. Like, have you got those long straight seats? Like, where are they at? And, and I just realized they actually, and, and it was funny because he's come along to an event before, um, to one of our men's breakfasts and he said to me, when are we, are you ever going to have another one of those things? I would love to come along to one of those. And you know what I realized? We'd had one since he'd been to one. And I hadn't invited him. And I just realized, my friends need me to be bold. My friends need me to step out in courage and say, hey, the door is open. My friends, the people around me, my coworkers, the people that are in my sphere, my family, they need me to be bold. And what was really cool was they're like, we want to come check out church sometime. And I'm like, absolutely, come and check it out. It's awesome. This is what Jesus spoke to the disciples before his ascension. He said, but the Holy Spirit will come on you and give give you power. You will be my witnesses. You will tell people everywhere about me, in Jerusalem, in the rest of Judea, in Samaria, and in every part of the world. Hey, this is why we have church. We want people to know about Jesus because he's so amazing. He's so transformed our lives. We want other people to experience that. And as we push into Jesus, that's where we actually find boldness. I was even, man, we were singing that song before, um, and I was sitting there and I'm like, wow, I'm really excited to tell my friends about Jesus. And that's what I'm preaching about tonight. But I'm like there and I'm like, I actually feel like I could just walk out of here and send a couple of messages. And maybe I will because my friends need me to be bold. We want everyone in church to have this this boldness that comes from a, a personal relationship with Jesus. Are you still with me tonight? Because you got real quiet when we hit that point. Okay, just FYI. It was like, woo, woo, we're all about boldness. Tell people about Jesus. Ooh, <laughs> maybe I don't want to be bold anymore. <laughs> Shouldn't have responded to that altar call. Um, we want everyone to have that personal boldness. Your, your relationship with Jesus, that's the source of boldness. Receiving and hearing from God on a daily basis is what actually really gives you boldness. We call that journaling. We talk about it a bunch because it's so, so important. Opening the Bible, saying, God, would you speak to me? Writing down what he's saying to you and writing down what you're going to do about it. Journaling is not about ticking off a a Christian checkbox of, I've read my Bible enough this week. Journaling is about building a lifestyle of hearing God's voice in your life. And you know what happens when you hear God's voice? You get real bold. 
When you feel like God's speaking to you, you get real bold. It might be five minutes a day, but it's fresh. And over a week, you've actually spent a lot of time hearing the voice of God. I think a lot of Christians only want to hear the, the word of God from the pastor on a Sunday. It's like, okay, pastor, I hope you've prepared some spiritual meat for me because I'm ready to eat up and fill my belly. <laughs> no one's ever said that to me. But it's an imaginary conversation I had in my head, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind of realistic. But if you want to live a bold life, if you want to live a bold life, you've actually got to hear from God yourself. Like, I feel I'm like, I feel like I'm okay at preaching, okay? I feel like I'm, I'm pretty, I feel like I'm pretty good at preaching. I'm not good enough to replace the voice of God in your life. You need to get that from yourself. You need to hear from heaven yourself. If you're showing up just on a Sunday saying, God, speak to me through the pastor. No, no. He wants to speak to you personally. Why wouldn't you cut out the middleman? Cut me out. Still come on Sunday, but hear from God for yourself. And you're going to see a boldness on your life like you haven't experienced before. And the good news is it's easy. God desperately wants relationship with you. When you sit down to read your Bible, he's not like, well, it's been a little while. He's like, oh man, I'm so excited to speak to you. I'm so excited to fill you with boldness. I'm so excited to encourage you again. Intimacy with God brings boldness. Final thought, just as maybe I get the keys. And this is one of those ones that maybe you won't like. This is one of those ones like, when you're dating someone, you ask a married person, how did you know that it was like, how did you know? How did you know they were the one? And they say, you just know. You know, and you're like, that's a bad answer. <laughs> but anyone who's been in that position knows, you just know. <laughs> you just you just know. Final thought is that we've actually got to put on boldness. We've got to put on boldness. Isaiah 52, 1. Wake up, wake up, O Zion. Clothe yourself with strength. Put on your beautiful clothes, O holy city of Jerusalem. Wake up and put on strength. Wake up and put on boldness. Want to know how to be bold? Choose to be bold. You want to know how to be bold? Choose to be bold. Choose to be bold. You won't feel your way to boldness. You choose your way to boldness, and the feelings will catch up. You'll step out of the boat, and then you'll realize, I'm walking on water. You won't feel like, I feel like being bold. No, you'll just do something that's bold and then all of a sudden that feeling's going to catch up and you're going to realize, I'm actually bold. I love um, what, what, my, what, what Kai says and it reminded me of this. Um, it, Kai's going to hate me calling him out. But he said, he's been recently, he's like, I'm just giving myself something along the lines of 10 seconds to be bold, 10 seconds to be brave, 10 seconds to be brave. Oh my goodness, that is all you need. You just need enough boldness to get out of the boat and then you're going. It's like, have you ever been to, um, I was going to say Crowsness Falls, but it's closed. Um, I don't know. Other place. Have you ever helped, jumped off something into water, like a cliff or a bridge or, or something? Not too high, but you know, <laughs> Sarah's freaking out. A safe height. Have you ever, have you ever jumped off something high into it? Has anyone ever done that? Hopefully that's a shared. You know, you don't need boldness once you've jumped off, right? Gravity's going to do the rest. <laughs> Gravity's going to do the rest. All you need is enough boldness to take one step. Tell you what, friend, one step of boldness could change your life. One step of boldness. Ten seconds of bravery could change your life. A decision that I'm going to be brave and to the po- until I'm at the point of no return, and then I'm just going to trust that God's going to take over. Man, you get ready to live a bold life. God, I, I don't know what to do. 
I'm, af- I'm afraid to speak to that person. Come on, put on boldness. 10 seconds of boldness. Say hello, you're in, all right? You've just stepped over the threshold. Something's happening. You're having a conversation. It's going to happen. That's all you need. You just need the boldness to start and you'll be all good. Come on, boys, 20 seconds of boldness to say hello to that girl, maybe to invite her to coffee. It could change the rest of your life. That's all you need. 20 seconds of boldness. Boldness to talk to your boss. Maybe to have Sunday off so you can prioritize church. Boldness to say sorry to someone. Just one, one step. One decision. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be bold and hey, there's something I need you, need to talk to you about. I'm really sorry. One step. All you need. You don't need boldness for the whole process. You just need the boldness to take a step. Boldness to be honest with someone that you care about. Boldness to, Speak the truth in love to someone because you care so dearly about them. Come on, church. Let's get bold. I know that's not the decision you wanted, the, 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 the way to get bold that you wanted. <laughs> You're like, did you just take us on a whole journey and say, how do you get bold? Choose to be bold. That's not helpful, Levi. It's true. It's really true. Holy Spirit wants to give you a boldness on the inside. He wants to give you strength so that you can do it. Being authentic really helps. It really helps. Having bold people around you who speak life into you, massive. But at the end of the day, it's about taking one step and deciding, I'm going to be bold. I'm going to do that thing that I thought I couldn't. I love I love our church so much. And I feel like every week people are saying stuff to me like, I was really out of my comfort zone, but I'm so glad I was. I decided that I just wanted to get out of my comfort zone and be bold, and I'm so glad I did. A couple of weeks ago, Cass said that about worship leading. I'm trying to think of the context. Cass was like, I felt out of my comfort zone. I think she found out last minute or something like that. And being out front, it was coming on. This was this was like, what, three, four weeks ago? Cass was like, sorry to kind of air, air this out, but Cass was like, I was like, uh, like, like I was worried about coming out the front and last week Cass led worship and there was a move of God like I haven't felt in a long time. Come on, one step of boldness, saying yes to one opportunity. Come on, God can move through your yes. God can you move when you say, send me God. That's the boldness that it takes is just say, send me. And then it's like, okay, we're committed. We're diving in. This is happening. God, send me, use me, use me to reach my friends, use me to reach my family. God, use me. So a few questions. First one, are you comfortable with being you? This is a tough question for some people. Are you comfortable with being you? Because we live in this world that's so saturated with everything else that you should be, while at the same time saying, be you, boo, but actually being like, no, be like this person. Are you comfortable with being you? Can I encourage you tonight? Maybe it's time to surrender that insecurity. Maybe just pray in your own heart. Something like, Jesus, I know you love me as I am. Help me to love me as I am. I think there's going to be a fresh sense of boldness on your life. You're just like, I'm going to step out into authenticity. Second question. Are your relationships inspiring you to boldness? Are your relationships inspiring you to boldness. Are you the kind of person that has a can-do attitude, that speaks life into people, that speaks boldness into people? Do you have friends around you that do? Again, can I just say the simplest place 
to get in that kind of spot is to get in a life group. Honestly, I show up to my group from time to time and I don't really feel like being there. I've had a week, you know. You know when you've had a week? It's been a week. It's been a week. (laughs) How's your week been? It's been a week. And it's amazing how in the, the space of 45 minutes, it's just like, man, I'm so ready to go. I'm ready to walk out of here and slay a giant. I just feel so good. I feel so bold. Are you hungry for a fresh experience with Jesus? Are you hungry for a fresh experience with Jesus? It's not hard. He so desperately wants to work in your life. He wants you to experience him. He wants relationship with you. And I really even believe that tonight. You could have a fresh experience with Jesus. You could walk out of here feeling bold. You could walk out of here feeling confident. You could walk out of here with nothing having changed out there, but something's changed in here. It can happen in a moment with Jesus. Finally, are you ready to put on boldness? Are you ready to put on boldness? Are you ready to step into boldness? Maybe tonight, what's something you can do as a sign to yourself that I'm willing to put on boldness. Maybe you saw someone before the service that you would like to talk to, but for whatever reason you didn't. Maybe a real practical way you could, 10 seconds of bravery, walk up and say hello. Maybe you thought about messaging someone for something. Maybe you thought about messaging someone something encouraging this week, but you just thought, oh, what if they think it's strange? Come on. 30 seconds of boldness. This week, I wonder what you need boldness for. Are you ready to step into boldness? Would you stand with me this evening? I'd love to just pray. Jesus, we just thank you that you haven't, we we thank you that your spirit is not one of fear and timidity, but it's of strength, it's of power, it's of boldness. And God, I just pray that we'd really feel that afresh this evening. We pray that you'd move in a fresh way in our lives. We pray that we'd walk out of here feeling really bold. And I just really feel, I don't want to, I don't want to make this super long. Um, but tonight, just it was really on my heart to just create some space to pray for people. If, if you feel like, that's me, I want, I just need that boldness. And I thought it'd be really appropriate to make you make a step of boldness. And what we're going to do, if it's okay, I'm assuming it is, we're just going to sing that, a bit of that Send Me song again. Because I thought the first one's really good. It's like really like, yes, I can trust God. It's really good. But this one's the real challenging one. <laughs> I'm just going to sing Send Me. I'll go anywhere, God. I'll go anywhere. We're not going to hype it up. And then if you're here and you're like, that's me, I need some fresh boldness. Could you just, 10 seconds of boldness. I think that's the longest it'll be. Even if you're in the back row, it'll only take 10 seconds to get up the front. A a few of the pastors and life group leaders are going to come pray. I'm just going to spend a moment praying for people. If you're here and you're like, that's me. I want a fresh experience of Jesus. I want to experience boldness afresh. I don't know what that looks like but I know that I need boldness. If that's you, would you just come right now? We're going to start singing, and there's going to be some people praying. Just want to make your way down the front. Hey, one more group of people, I'd, um, I'd love to just make space for this evening. Maybe you're here and you've never...
ever made a decision to follow Jesus and just hear our heart that we really, our experience with Jesus has transformed our lives. That's why we're here. It's not just because it's a cool place to hang out. It's because God's actually done something so transformational in our lives. And we so want other people to know it. And maybe you're here this evening and you've never made a decision to go on a journey of following Jesus. I'd just love to give you an opportunity to do that this evening. Don't have to know everything. It's not about having everything worked out. It's not having all the questions answered. Just something in your heart. You're like, I know this is me. I know that I need that. If that's you, if we would just close our eyes. And if that's you, would you just raise your hand up? I'd love to pray for you. You're just saying, that's me. I'd love to go on a journey of getting to know Jesus. If you could just put your hand up where I can see it. Take a step of boldness. Awesome. Well, Jesus, we just thank you for how good you are. We thank you for the boldness that you fill us with. And God, we really believe that in the near future, this place is going to be full of our friends having encountered you and had their lives transformed by you, that it would be full of our family members who've experienced your love and your goodness just like we have. We believe that this is going to be a space and a place where there are so many lives that have been transformed by you. And we pray that you give us the boldness to step out, to have the conversation. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you made that decision, Slater's going to tell you something important.